The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. Much like with David Culley being here, the person that plays quarterback for this team next year isn't necessarily the quarterback of the future if they move on from Deshaun. Like, they could easily just go, it could be a Ryan Fitzpatrick. Hey, come on in for a year and give us some time to figure out what we're going to do long-term. A bridge quarterback. Andy Dalton. Yeah. Somebody like that. Uh, Alex Smith. Those are all guys that can they can play. Yeah. And you wouldn't, you know, they're not going to embarrass you, but they're not going to be superstars either. Framber Valdez pitched yesterday. Yeah. Fracture in his finger. We still have a ways to go before the season starts. And if he gets it fixed now, guess what? Misses a starter too, big deal. Over big a co- whoop. Over a course of the season, that's going to happen. You'd rather get hurt now than in September when you're two games behind the A's for the playoffs. They better not be two games behind the A's for the playoffs. Why not? They ought to be. Uh, they ought to be in it. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we are back on the Blitz. Hour number three seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter at Fred Fowler. If you are at AJ is the real at Aaron is Blitz at Degenerates nine seven five. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Join the uh, Twitch community and get your comments on there. We'll be happy to read them. You missed the first two hours. That's some of what you missed. Uh, you missed some sport, and then you missed a little non-sport. Not a lot of non-sport today, though, for a Wednesday. It is a What Are the Odds Wednesday, so when you call, text, tweet, Twitch, whatever you do, put odds on it. Uh, what are the odds? This is an interesting question from uh, Lamont. Uh, are the Spurs one of the only teams with a lot of championships in all sports that's not hated? Hmm. Trying to think of, the, of some other ones, but because I mean, that, no, I don't think the Spurs are hated. Rockets fan might hate them, but I don't think the Spurs are hated really by anybody. No, they're they're kind of like little puppies. And I think uh, the truth of it is, the Spurs were a team that. They felt like the anti-Lakers and things like that. Like they were the so if you if you were cheering against Kobe and and Shaq and that group, you were probably cheering for the Spurs. Yeah. So I I, I think that the Spurs became that team that they almost like an underdogish type team and yeah I, they're one of the well, few they, teams I think that you could call like a dynasty that don't. That, I'm sure there's some people who hate them, but I don't think they're like nationally reviled like no. the Patriots or, or or something like that. Yeah, I'm, maybe the Pistons team, not the lame beer Pistons, but the more recent Pistons team with Wallace and those guys. But they only won one championship. Yeah, he's saying like won several championships. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else that would involve. I mean, any team LeBron's on is going to be hated. Yep. Uh, Warriors were hated. Yep. Uh, I I think the the thing is with the Spurs they didn't have polarizing guys they had, they had boring characters the, the boring characters who just played basketball but they did like have Tony some Parker controversy where English like but Tony Parker was banging you know a teammate's wife it's like yeah but it happened in San Antonio if that happens in New York it's huge news yeah man. huge 
But, but yeah, it happens. In, that's the thing. San Antonio's great city. Love San Antonio. But nationally, it's an afterthought. It's kind of like Nashville. You know, really, when it comes to sports, you can hide a lot of stuff in Nashville and a lot of stuff in San Antonio. Can't really hide stuff in L.A. So he says Spurs fans are insufferable. You're probably a Rockets fan. <laughs> but, and you have to be around them a lot, and that's okay. I mean, if you live there, they're just a pain in the ass. Yeah, but that's every fan base. I, I hate to break it to you. Whatever fan why, base. Why are they insufferable? Because they cheer for their team and like no, just they because, tell you about the championships their teams won? No, because like when football starts, they still, like whether the NBA preseason has started or not, they don't care. The only thing they care about is the Spurs and how they finished last year and how they're going to do this year. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like Austin. There's, it's a, it's a yeah. one-horse town. And they have, like, the real diehard, I guess their equivalent of, like, the Red Rowdies. Like, they will paint the record on their car windshield or on their back window of their car every freaking game and update it as the season goes along for some reason. That, that's the only town I've ever lived in where I've seen people drive around with the record of the sports team on their car that they I update. did that with the Texans this year. I just did tally marks. Never ran. Well, that was easy. Yeah. I did those little stripes you do when you're in prison. Yeah. Those are called tally marks. Is that what they're called? Yeah. I call them prison stripes. Okay. But, uh, yeah. And I got to four. So (laughs) I, I honestly, I don't like what fan base isn't obnoxious to other fan bases. Yeah. Especially what fan base that is historically better than your franchise. Do, like doesn't piss you off every like if you have to deal with anyone from a team that's had more success than yours you're annoyed by that probably so that's why texans fans are annoyed by every other fan base yeah especially cowboys fans they're annoyed by them and colts fans and titans fans like well those franchises have had more success than yours and even jacksonville fans and they don't have any here but they, yeah but even they've had more success than you so yeah, I, I I mean, like I, I think Bills Mafia is the, the greatest fan base ever, and there's people that find them annoying. You know who finds them annoying? Patriot fans. Well, in probably Jets fans, and if Dolphins Dolphins had fans, then probably them. But hey, let's uh let's get Richard on. Sports guys, uh, I just had a thing to say about uh, who's scored the most ever against the Rockets as a person. I didn't think Harden would necessarily do it, but I thought he could. And then about Watson, if if he was, probably not, but if he was to actually sit out the whole season and just pay the Texans and just be whatever he is, uh, and then next year, if we're just horrible all year, if we get an early pick, can we just trade him next year and have an early pick? I, I just was a little confused by that. Uh, I'll, I'll take the first part of that after a quick Google search. Um, I don't, and I don't even think this can be right. It says most points scored by a player against a Rockets in a regular season game. This, that may just be this year, this year it, it's CJ McCollum. Yeah. It's gotta be all scored 44. Yeah, it, it, oh yeah. They've given up a lot more than that before. Um, but as to your second part of your question, yeah, if you if he sits out of here, he's still under contract for the next year, you can trade him then, and you don't have to give up your draft pick, so you can get them both. So, and and that's probably where you're headed, because if he doesn't play, you're going to have a high pick. Of course, Easterby could trade it away for another broken-down running back. And a lot of people said the Spurs are all San Antonio has, so I can see why San Antonio residents are always talking about him. Yeah, it's like... Uh, 
Um, there's very few cities like that where that's all they have. Well, yeah. you know, and, and uh, now imagine going to Green Bay yeah. and trying to not hear about the Packers nonstop. Or going to Dallas and not hearing about the Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, that that's what it's like. New Orleans with the Saints. Yeah, I know they have the Pelicans now, but you know, you know that's a Saints city. Yeah. And I love Saints fans. I, I don't find them annoying at all. I, I have them as second in my coolest fans base behind the, the Bills Mafia. I don't find, but there are people who find Saints fans annoying, especially Cowboys fans. For some reason, there's some kind of weird dynamic that has always existed around here where there's Cowboys fan, Saints fan, Texans fan. Cowboys and Texans fans hate each other. Cowboys and Saints fans hate each other. Saints just kind of make fun of the Texans. They don't really hate them. I mean, that's, at least that's been my observation. You, you can feel free to tell me I'm wrong. Uh, what about Mel? What's up, Mel? How's it going, guys? Y'all doing all right? We're doing sports, Mel. All right. I, I'm, a outside, I'm from Birmingham, so I'm an outside fan listening in, but I listen to you guys a lot, man. But uh, I was wondering if you guys were to trade Deshaun Watson. I don't know. I would give him to Miami for Tua Tagovailoa, and they have two first-round picks. I mean, if you're going to give that guy up, you'll have Tua on the rookie contract. I mean, you'll have a young guy coming in, and the fan base will still be excited. And you can still have those two draft picks to build around them. So I'm like, if he wanted to leave, I think that would be like the ideal situation for Houston to turn like a bad situation into a good one. Plus, unload his contract. Well, it's probably it would probably be my favorite because I think you could get Tua, I think you could get a couple first round picks, and I think you could get Xavier Howard, which is something the Texans desperately need as a number one corner. I, I don't know if Tua. I mean, certainly Tua doesn't get the fan base as excited as Deshaun did. Uh, I mean, because Tua hasn't proven anything. Um, I, I'm I'm I would be interested in that more than other scenarios because I think Tua's still got that potential. There's still upside there, but it's unproven. Well, and and that's the thing that uh, we've been talking about a lot. And you know, go ahead and reiterate it because obviously it, it's one of those things that not everybody's heard our takes on. But I would be fine with Tua being included in a deal as part of it, not the key piece. Because I do do still think there's upside there. And I do still think that, uh, I think this year he had to kind of draw a line through it. He's coming off a serious hip injury. No camp uh, because of the COVID, basically. And by the time he got in the game halfway through the season, he couldn't have taken too many reps. So if he had been a monster, it would have been a total shock. So I think there's upside there. But I would take him as part of the deal. But I want a lot more than just a couple number one picks. And and I'm going to... And I'll bring him in and say, you know what? I don't have to draft a quarterback this year. This might be the guy. And I use those picks on a Jamar Chase or somebody like that and give him a stud receiver. And then I say, all right, let's go. Let's see what happens. And if he sucks, you know what? We'll start over next year because we're going to have another high pick and we can draft another quarterback. So, Can we agree that there is nothing that is going to turn this bad situation into a good one, though? No. The I, way this franchise is run? Well, I, I, I don't want to say nothing because I think you can turn it into a good situation. If a couple of them die off. But why do... Well, the problem is, is I don't trust this group to turn it into a positive. And whether it's Cal McNair or... One fish, two fish. Or, One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Or the GM. I, mean, I, don't, I don't trust any of them. They're all buffoons. Okay. It, it, it's, it's really simple. 
You know when you, you see a bunch of clowns get out of a clown car? Well, if you saw those guys driving around town, you'd see Cal get out. You'd see Easterby get out. You'd see Nick get out. And you'd see like 20 more clowns that work for him. They would all get out of the clown yeah. car. That's funny right there. Is no, it? It's not funny. Is it? It's kind of no, mean. it's not funny. So until they prove something to me, like, oh, we're not a bunch of morons. We can p- turn this thing around. And, and I've, I've kind of got tired of hearing from some people I really really respect saying, oh, well, uh, give, give Nick Casario a chance. He, he's actually really respected around the league. Hey, man, f*** that. Uh, I'll give you a chance when you start doing things. And, and that's why I, I'm, I have you on a scale. You can earn points, but so far you haven't. You know, you, you, had, you started making some progress, and then you did the David Johnson deal. So come on, man. It needs to come to a screeching halt. And the only way that's going to happen is if you get new breaks. And, uh, guys, I get texts and, and tweets all the time from listeners and friends. Man, I use new breaks. Uh, they were quick. They were reasonable. They were great. Everything you say about them is true. And they're super nice, quality people. And, yeah, all you have to do is go to newbreaks.com, and they will come to you. You don't have to go to a shop. You don't have to go to a dealership and sit there for two hours. They'll come to your house. They'll come to your work. If you need to send them over to do a family member's car, they'll go there and take care of it. 24-month, 24,000-mile warranty, premium brake parts, certified, experienced brake brake technicians, and it's 20 to 50% more affordable than shops and dealers, and they come to you. And and right now, you know, even though things are opening up a little bit, do you want to spend your time in a dealership when you can save money and get quality work from New Brakes? Of course not. Go to newbrakes.com. That's N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. Make sure you mention ESPN. You're going to get 10% off your service. That's newbreaks.com. Get your brakes fixed today by the best in the business. Newbreaks.com. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. You know what we got to work in here? A Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. All right, we have an update on our buddy, Army Hammer. And I'm pretty sure he's trolling with this. Although, who knows? But uh, apparently he's leaving his house in Los Angeles. He moved everything out. And, of course, TMZ and these people have to follow him around and see what he's doing. Well, he did leave one thing behind in his trash can. You tell me, trolling or part of his, uh, his MO, it was a mannequin torso bound with a rope. I'm going to go trolling. That's funny right there. 
Yeah, see, that is funny if he's trolling. Especially if he'd maybe, you know, taken a bite out of it or something. But uh, said, uh, of course, you know, the movers told him this, but you know how it is. They're all spying on this cat now. Closer inspection reveals that the mannequin appears to be bound in some sort of decorative manner. And uh, those of you well-versed in Hammer's eccentricities uh, recall one of the hashtags the 34-year actor was seen to follow on Instagram was Shibari, a form of Japanese rope bondage. But what do you call it when it's a mannequin? Uh, you practice? Unless it's Kim Cattrall, right? Practice, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm sure he's trolling, and if he is, good on him. But that's your Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. Sarvo said you uh, trade with the Jets or Dolphins, get their quarterback, and how many picks they give you. But go ahead and trade either one of those quarterbacks for more picks. You might end up with three first-round picks next year. And that's a possibility. I mean, I've actually seen one scenario where they would trade Tua to the to the Patriots for their first-round pick. Uh, I think Tua might have some value. I don't think Sam Darnold gets you a first-round pick by any stretch uh, if you make the deal with the Jets. But again, at some point, who's going to play quarterback for you if you do all that? Um, then, then you're you're just trying to hit another lottery ticket. You're going to waste your ga- draft capital trying to find one of those guys. Said I'd be all for trying to for a year, and see. So, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is the number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. So, we have water back. We have room. water. Okay, so next break. There's running water. You can pee. You can wash your hands. I, I just everything. Wanna, I just want to get some water to drink because I've been not drinking anything. I have been too. Yeah, and so next break, I want to go and get some water out of the machine which i hope is clean although it is a purifier so i assume it purifies water that comes out of the, the sewage too I, I can't make any promises i don't know okay well, i don't know well it's not like they hook the sewage up to the main water lines you never know i mean this is a third world country man how do you know how can you guarantee me that worst plumber ever well mm-hmm. you, how long have you been in, been in this building but they hired an outside company to do the plumbing i think doesn't mean they they know what they're doing. I, I I'm I don't I, I'm surprised you trust things here. You're the guy who doesn't trust government. You're the guy who doesn't trust anything. You're gonna trust. You're gonna trust this building to get it right. I know. I trust the UV like ultraviolet light that purifies whatever goes through that machine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. If I go push that button and a turd comes out, you are never gonna hear the end of it. Just so you know. Take video so it'll go viral. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't tweet out turds. I do. Uh, I will from the station account, and <laughs> oh, we will yeah. go viral. Uh, hey, uh, I have four more players the Texas, Texans could cut, and I, I kind of I, I would I, like... That's to, funny. I've got 40. Oh, well. <laughs> you got to keep some people. I mean, you can't totally start from scratch. got four front office people they can cut. I only need them to cut three. Okay, who you got? Uh, you tell me yes or no. Zach Fulton. You'd save three million in in salary cap. Uh, I feel like you've cut a bunch of players that do a, a similar job to him. That you probably need him around at least for for depth purposes. Well, I can't assume he's going to be your center now that's, that you got Nick Martin. You saved a lot more money cutting Nick Martin. This guy will be just as average. 
Yeah, that's I'd keep him. That's my that's my take. Is you probably you probably keep him for right now. Uh, Darren Fells, you'll save two point three million in salary cap. Okay. Yeah, gone. They've got so many tight ends. Bradley Roby, you would save uh, eight point two million. He's only making ten. If I, you, I think you, I keep him. If, yeah, I do too. If, especially if you get a real cornerback to put opposite him. That's the going rate for a, a two, a number two. Yeah, I, 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 I'd keep him. And finally, the guy I still can't believe is on the roster, Bernard McKinney. Yeah, no, gone. So, especially since they're going to a, a, a four-man front, you don't need McKinney when you've got Cunningham and Terrell Adams. You need another linebacker, but I don't think he's it for that price. So... Anyway, I, I I don't think all those guys need to go, but I had a different gym of the day, maybe in like my Army Hammer one. I don't know. <laughs> People seem divided on it. Uh, I had a guy who fought, has basically been don- donating sperm and has fathered 78 kids and has 13 Jeez. current pregnancies. What? I, I mean, I guess you get money for that, but yeah. But, I mean, wasn't there a movie with Vince Vaughn about that with, where he had, like, 100 kids from being a sperm donor? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, I, I don't remember what it was called. But he basically was a sperm donor, and he wound up having hundreds of kids. All right, here's the other one I have for you. Yeah, it was called Delivery Man. Oh, okay. I, I just remember it being awful. All right, so here's one from Florida, for those of you who didn't like that one. Uh, an ex-con is back behind bars. After she allegedly struck her male roommate in the face with their pet cat. Oh, no. And not, oh. not, Wise. this Wise. is not a uh, euphemism. No, like an actual, it uh, was an feline? actual feline, yes. That's not nice. Wendy Heard, 56, and the 73 year old victim were having a verbal argument late Sunday evening when the dispute turned violent. Uh, Heard took their cat and threw it on the victim's face, causing the cat to scratch. If a cat, a cat's going to be trying to grab onto something. If you throw a cat at a person, it will grab onto that person. That's that's actually not a bad strategy. She then followed it up by striking him in the face. Uh, of course, an arrest affidavit does not reveal the cat's age or weight. I mean, it should. Uh, yeah, I mean, the it's cat, a kitten. It's- the, uh, the, the cat's still an accomplice, maybe an unwitting one. <laughs> But it's kind of like when you drive a car for a robbery and you don't know they're robbing it and a bunch of people get shot. Guess what? You're guilty. So I think we kind of have to charge the cat here as well. I don't uh, know. Is the cat an accomplice or the weapon? I think the cat's an accomplice. Okay. I think the cat knew well. You think the was cat going. was a willing participant? Well, I mean, I, I, whether he's willing or not, he was part of the crime. He was right. driving the car. Uh, I think maybe the cat's the victim here. Well, I don't got know. got thrown. Yeah, but he landed okay. Guess where? Guess what he landed on? His feet. They always do. That's then not what? his fault. Well, he can't control that. He's a cat. How many Jackie Chan movies has you watched? Because I feel like in every Jackie Chan movie, he's trying to save some expensive piece of art, like in Rush Hour, and he eventually throws it at somebody, and when they catch it, he hits them. Yeah. And she was like, oh, look, cat, and then hit him. That's actually a yeah, good idea. That is a good idea. It's a good move for a fight. Well, she uh, you should make a scene like that in your movie when you make it, Fred. Um, Where a guy throws a cat at someone, and then they're like, "Hey!" and they try to fight off the cat, and that's when he kicks him in the balls. Ooh, like a real cat fight where people are throwing cats across a room, like dodgeball. Yes, dodgeball with cats. 
Now that's an idea. Yeah, you know, go get a bunch and oh, go get those nasty ass uh, feral cats and throw them. All right, screw uh, that. There needs to be a murder dome of dodgeball in the Astrodome when they're throwing the rats at each other. Yeah, I I, I just want to clarify that no, I'm not saying go out and throw a bunch of cats. I think that's uh, a terrible thing, and it should not happen in our lifetime. So please don't do it. That's the that's that's the word from on high. Yeah, yeah. So seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Instead, just go drink a carbot. Please. Uh, yep. Yeah, my wife, she was loving those ranch waters. I took them home to her, and she was like, "Oh boy, these are amazing." So, uh, it, another convert. My wife, who's not really a beer drinker, loves the ranch water. She liked the watermelon the best. She she hasn't tried the lemon yet. I think she only drank two of them last night. She drank the watermelon and the prickly pear. She's a lightweight, so she can't, you know, she couldn't drink all all three of the new flavors. But I'm sure she'll try the lemon tonight, and I'm sure she'll love that as well. Uh, and guys, if if you're not into seltzer, okay, no big deal. They still got all the great beers. They've got the Crawford Bach. They've got the Love Street. They've got the Hopadillo. Uh, and on top of that, you can get some great beers that you won't be able to find anywhere else. When you go out to Carbach and have yourself a beer at their restaurant, open seven days a week, fantastic food for lunch and dinner. Just a great place to go for a date, a great place to go hang with the boys or just to grab lunch. Uh, Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to see what the latest goings on are with the brewery and the restaurant. When you're out and about, grab yourself some Carbach. Stay up to date with the latest innovations hitting the city of Houston by visiting innovationmap.com or follow them on any of your social media platforms. Just search Innovation Map. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Boy, what made you bring that out of the... It's on my, my playlist that I have of songs I use for the show. I just haven't heard it in a long time. We made a decision while you were gone about a theory of a dead man. Okay being removed from rotation never played them anyways okay do you have any hinder on our list i do not okay good those are bands we want removed all right good uh what was the other one hollywood undead don't have that either okay good all right those are good ones to leave off fred you have any uh taylor swift what (laughs) what about covers i like covers I've got a lot of punk Taylor Swift covers. Oh, no, I'd rather have the original Taylor Swift. Yeah. I was just kidding. Yeah, he likes Taylor. I don't, don't, but it would destroy destroy AJ to get rid of him. Fred, why you got to be so mean? Is that Taylor? That's Taylor. Okay. 
Jeff. How do you not know that? Because I don't listen to that stuff, man. Uh, you know, you know how I know them is like when we walk through the casino yeah. and they're playing. But I couldn't tell you if it's Taylor Swift or one of, one of your other songs. I'll be living in a big old city, and all Fred's ever gonna be is mean. Right? Y'all don't like this one? Oh, I like that. I've been yeah. playing this one. That's yeah, fine. No, I, I like that one, yeah. But the OG song of that is so great. No, this is, I'm down with this. Yeah, that's a good song. That's, uh, she's got some great hits. Everybody. It's funny because, like, I, I defend Taylor from Josh Ennis. Nick does too, but Nick does it because he's sexually attracted to Taylor Swift. I don't find Taylor Swift all that sexy. I just, she has very catchy music. I enjoy her as a musical artist. Mm-hmm. Let's talk to Michael. Hello, yeah, Michael. What's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Ooh, none. <laughs> I hate you. Go ahead. Hey, uh, did you, did you uh, real quick, did you see that Andre Galvo video where he gets slapped by Gordon Yes, Ryan? yes. So, so sick. Anyways, I, I think when Deshaun Watson leaves, I, I feel like the whole franchise is back at zero, and it's going to be like 10 years until they're like a playoff team again. Is it, am I crazy? No. I mean, it could be, but I'll be honest. I think it's going to take them longer if they don't get rid of Deshaun. Am I crazy for thinking that? No, I've, I've said all along the fastest path for this team to be back in contention is to trade Deshaun. But that would be if I trusted them to make the right move, which guess what I don't trust them to do. And I, I think 10 years, you're being generous. As long as this group is in charge, they're never going to be good. They're never going to luck into anything because they're a bunch of clueless Joe Jacksons. That's what they are. Not the, I like that clueless Joe Jackson. Yeah, I, that's, the, good, that's a good. Uh, the the lesser known Joe Jackson. Yeah, it's a good play. Yeah, he's he's like Jeff Harbaugh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, as long as they as Jesus is there, salvation will never come. All right, that's how I feel. And you know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I I have no attachment to these guys anymore, and. You know, if they want to suck, let them suck. Gives me, gives me something to make fun of every week. We can come up with different things about how, you know, who's the, who's the least valuable player. We can do all kinds of stuff. But uh, as long as these guys are in charge, if you're a Texans fan, you know what? Be a Texans fan so you can go and tailgate with your buddies and have a few drinks. But do not emotionally invest yourself into anything you're going to see on the field for the next 10 years. I think that's the, the wise move. That, I mean, that's not ridiculous, right? No, because I mean, honestly, you're you're going to be for the at least the next few years. You're going to be a team that, when you win a game, you're going to be surprised. Like that's, and I imagine that's like that's life as a Lions fan. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you, you hope, go in hopeful. Yeah, you go in hoping you're going to win a game, but you don't really expect to. And you know, when you do it, I'll, I mean, you know what. The wins may be sweeter for a little while. 
Yeah, except they don't mean anything except to screw your draft pick. That's true. Yeah, so they're not. There's nothing sweet about it. It's just you're just screwed. Sorry, guys. What are you gonna do? Inject uh, them with the Wuhan flu. Yeah, inject them with the Wuhan flu. I'm talking to you. One fish, two fish. Uh, what's that you want to talk about? Hello, uh, Ed. What's your favorite Taylor Swift hey, song? Hey, how you doing? How you doing, my brother? You all right? Yeah, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Um, I love all of them. Oh, that's my man right there. <laughs> that's the way. That's the right answer. Go ahead. And she's fine, too. But, but look here, family. Uh, I want to talk about my stroke. Have you heard anything? Diagnosis on my blood. A toothache. I seem like you're getting a Chuck Knobloch. Uh, idiots, you know, where you can't throw something else going on. So, how's he doing? Because that's my guy, him and PJ and Tucker. Uh, well, PJ Tucker stinks, uh, unfortunately. That's one of the guys they should have moved on from. Like, he fit in the old system, and there's just no place for him now. Uh, Altuve, I don't, I mean, I haven't seen him play since last season, but I honestly think Altuve, the, the pressure of everybody hating him didn't go well for him. And I, I, I kind of expected it to be that way. I kind of expected all the pressure of the booze, and because Altuve's been a, he, before the scandal, Altuve was a damn near a universally like applauded player because a guy that's his size. Oh yeah, he was his, loved. I mean, he was beloved. Even I'm not talking about just by Astros fans. I'm talking about fans of other organizations looked at that guy and were like, it's hard to cheer against that guy. Um, and he just didn't handle being, he didn't handle the black hat. Well, I think the same can be said for Alex Bregman. And that was a surprise to me. It was a surprise that Bregman yeah, didn't relish the role of bad guy. Yeah. Cause Bregman is not very likable. No. And he embraces it and it, it works for him. So this should have been. did a good job of owning it. Cause Correa has yeah. got some of that, uh, that cocky sort of. Uh, machismo that Bregman used to exude, and he handled this well. Uh, what are they going to say now? Yeah, you know? yeah. And Springer, who was much like Altuve, a genuine, a genu- generally beloved player, he excelled. So I, it's funny how it, some of the guys handled the situation well, and some didn't. But I expect Altuve to be better this year than he was last year. I don't think he forgot how to hit. You know, I don't think he forgot how to play the field. I think he'll be okay. Yeah, I I suspect uh, Bregman will be fine too. I do too. And if they're fine, and and Kyle Tucker is is what we look we saw last year, and Correa stays healthy, and Jordan's back. Jordan's back. They're going to put up a bunch of runs. They'll be fine. And I'll tell you what, if Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve have vintage years, it puts less pressure on you to do a deal with Correa. Mm, I don't know. I mean, everything's year to year, man. It's it's hard to because there's no guarantee they're going to have those years next year. No, but if if it if they make last season look like the outlier year, there's less pressure on you to do the Correa deal, especially a big crazy Correa deal. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I agree with that. I think I, I think it's a separate animal um, because Altuve is still well, still a very good player and still semi young. Ask yourself this. You're not going to expect all those. You're not going to expect these batting title seasons from him. Uh, I get it. Going forward. But ask yourself this. If Correa had had the season he had last year, which we agree was pretty good. But 
Bregman hit, and uh, it's a shortened season, so he wasn't going to hit 40 home runs. But let's say Bregman hit 20 home runs, 25 home runs in the shortened season, and Altuve hit 330. No one would be talking about Carlos Correa like he's some invaluable piece. I, I disagree. I, I think I, I don't think you can lump all these guys in together that way. I think Correa's leadership that he showed during the playoffs, the fact that he did own all that stuff up, I, I think that... But it was amplified by those other guys being garbage. Yeah, except, uh, you know, I, again, I don't, I don't think in a shortened season you can pay any attention to that. And I, I don't think... It, that's, neither one of us expects him to be garbage again this year. No. So, yeah, I don't, I don't quite... But in I, a shortened I just, season, yeah. it's, it seems like you're willing to give Correa credit for what he did in a shortened I, I'm season. I'm not. I'm not. But not knock the other guys but, for what they did. No, stop saying I'm doing that. I'm not, I'm not saying that. So, yeah, he stayed healthy. I'm not giving him a contract based on that. Uh, I'm, if I'm extending him... It's going to be based on what I, you know, hope he can do over a full season, and you're going to have to pay. You're going to have to overpay slightly for a guy like that, but you know, I, I don't have a problem with doing that. Again, not my money, so who cares? But I, I don't think. Yeah, I I think you're trying to push somebody else's argument into my, to what I'm saying. I mean, I I'd prefer to get a deal done with him, and if not, then. And he's healthy and has a, a superstar year. Price goes way up. If you can't do it, you can't do it. But I don't think it has anything to do with Bregman or Altuve or anybody else. I mean, I think that deal has everything to do with, do you think Correa is going to become that kind of player? And if you do and you think this is the year, you might want to lock him up first before you have to pay him ridiculous amount of money. And if you don't, let it play out. If he gets hurt, that's your gamble. If you're the team... You're gambling. He's getting hurt again. Yeah, and then you're not giving him the monster deal. You're giving him a good deal, and I I, I think at some point the guy's going to be healthy. And if it happens this year, it's like oh well, then you can't pay him. I think if you could come to a deal that makes sense for both both guys, even if it's a two year extension where you pay him a bunch of money for two years, and he either lives up to it or he doesn't, then then you're not stuck for six or seven years. But. You know, I don't know. I, I like the guy. I hope they keep him. I like McCullers. I hope they keep him. I, 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 I think at some point you can't just let everybody walk. And, you know, like the Texans are doing and the Rockets are doing. Can't do it. I'm a, I, have, you, have you heard about this building the Texans? No. On, on the break, go to Instagram, your dog's Instagram. And check out the Houston Texans. And they've got a post that says, Introducing Building the Texans. Tune in tomorrow as we premiere episode one. And it's basically showing some like behind the scenes, behind the scenes Texans stuff. Like, I don't exactly know what it's going to be, but it's going to be on HoustonTexans.com. They're doing like a TV show, like their own little hard knocks, except without players. No, they don't have any players left. Yeah. I guess I'm going to have to be watching it tomorrow. Um, I have very little interest in I anything mean, like that. Yeah, I'll have to watch it because it's going to, we're going to be making fun of this. I'm almost certain. Okay. And thanks to uh, Jason for sending that to me. Uh, all right, I got to tell you guys about TGS. You want to save money on your homeowner's insurance? Of course you do. Who doesn't want to save money on their homeowner's insurance? TGS, great way to do it. Uh, and it's so simple. All you got to do is send a text. Text the word money to 232323. They're going to ask for your address. You'll reply back with that, and they're going to send you a full and firm insurance quote in 15 seconds. 
Now, here's the deal. The average customer is saving $900 a year. That's average. Uh, I saved over $1,000 a year. Graham in our office saved $2,600 a year. So you could save a lot more than 1000 You could save a lot less. And you, you might not even save money. But if you don't, okay, delete the text. You're not out anything. It's there. It took you 15 seconds. Didn't cost you anything. There's no obligation. But they can help out most of our listeners. And it's so simple. Just text the word money. They're going to get you uh, refunded on your old policy Get that back in taken care of for you so you can start saving money right away. Once again, text the word money to 232323. Start saving today with TGS. Set your clock and grab your job. This is the Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. A couple things I need to get to here. Football's not over. 650 caller two the 713-780-3776 wins a pair of tickets to the state fair classic spring game at globe life park in arlington see one of the fiercest rivalries in swag football history as the prairie view panthers take on the grambling tigers saturday march 13th at globe life park in arlington and for the hbcu fans enjoy a live halftime concert featuring r&b group drew hill get your tickets now at ticketmaster.com also need to tell you it's that time again ESPN 97.5's third annual Bracket Madness, presented by Bud Light Lemonade, supported by Seaforce Water and Dr. Linville with Hair Specialist Houston. I see the old one. I'm going to have to find the one that's got... Never mind. <laughs> well, we got a new one of these today. It's got a whole bunch more sponsors on I it. I printed out the one she sent this afternoon. Um, are you sure? Because it doesn't have all the ones that I thought were on there. Let's just do deaths and I'll come back to it. Just double check. All right. 2017, Bill Paxton dies from surgical complications at 61. Sometimes I forget that he died. Who's your favorite Bill Paxton movie? I mean, he was in he was in Tombstone. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Twister. <sighs> or as Chet in Weird Science. Now, it, like, are we saying what's my favorite movie that starred him or that had him in it? No, or, or my favorite role of his? Whatever, I don't care. I mean. I think I'm going to go with Chet and Weird Science, followed by Twister. Okay. I, I, Twister's good. I mean, Tombstone, obviously. But he yeah, was, the movie's bad. He was Morgan, right? Yeah, but he wasn't a huge part of that. He wasn't a big part of it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I guess. I mean, Weird Science is good. Mm, yeah, I, I, I don't have anything better to, to trump what you've got. Those are pretty good ones. All right. Um, Bill Hicks. Titanic, not the best. No, no. Alternate ending or current no. ending. And he was in that space movie, too. Apollo 13. Yes. Yeah. Your wife starred in that, right? She wrote it. Yeah. Oh, okay. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Uh, 1994, Bill Hicks, American stand-up comedian, dead at 32. Kind of legendary. Yeah. 32. Uh, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Here's one for you. 2009. I mean, that's a good run for a, for a comic. Yeah, it is. Uh, 2009, at the age of 90, Paul Harvey said, Good day. 
Final, uh, his final sign off. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. I, I, I guess that he was before your time, Paul Harvey. Uh, no, I remember him from when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't like a listener, but I remember hearing him on the radio. I just remember when he. By the time I started paying attention, he was so old. He'd come on and do those. Uh, really useless things like Boomer Esiason does on uh, 610. Yeah. Those like the, yeah. the one minute like, yeah. that, that has an ad attached to it. And he'd say, this is Paul Harvey. And now you know the rest yeah, of the story. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we got? Uh, no, no. Nobody cares. March shot. Nobody cares. Um, she uh, joined the. Never mind. I'm not going to make a Nazi joke. Um, Tennessee Williams. I had to read his crap. I hated it. Not not the greatest deaths. I hope the best deaths pick things up. They might. Let's see. God, even the mobster you have is pretty weak. An L. All right. Best deaths. Wait, wasn't Bugs Moran in last week? Yes. Bugs Moran was last week. And now he's in this week in the best deaths. He wasn't a best death. I think Aaron got lazy and just redid some deaths from last week. Well, I know these suck, but we can't. I mean, if we're going to resurrect somebody, let's make it Lazarus or Jesus and not Bugs Moran. That would just be my shame. Uh, Earl Lloyd, first African-American basketball player, dead at 86. uh, The first African-American basketball player? In the NBA. Oh, okay. okay. Died at 86 in 2015. Uh, 2003, Fred Rogers. Can you say dead? I knew that you could. Age 74. Uh, 2015, Leonard Nimoy, best known as Spock. Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, 83 years old. Ugh. Yeah, I, I, that's a good run, though. Yeah, it's a hell of a run. And, you know, when he did that little Vulcan pinch on himself too many times, <laughs> that's what happened. Uh, and then finally, 1979, Mr. Ed euthanized at the age of 21. No, wait a minute, Wilbur. Went to the glue factory. Put that needle away. Nobody remembers Mr. Ed. Yeah, most people do because they had Nick at Night. Oh, okay. When I was a kid, I watched Mr. Ed on Nick at Night. I liked Mr. Ed. I didn't like Green Acres. No, what was the one with? Uh, I liked Bewitched. Mostly yeah. because I was sexually attracted. Oh, yeah. Who wasn't? I mean, if you weren't attracted to Dick Sargent or Dick York. <laughs> um, no, I, I like that one. I liked uh, I Dream of Jeannie. I like that one, too. I, All same reasons, yeah. though. I, I was. I grew up wanting to have a little blonde in a bottle. You know, <laughs> that's so that's what TV taught us. I want a hot blonde in a bottle uh, who can materialize when I want her to. Yeah, never happening. Um, Hogan's Heroes I liked. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, well. I'm too old to remember. Gilligan's Island I used to watch yeah, on that, that show wasn't on bad. that station. Yeah. Okay, here's your porn stars. We have two. 20, February 25th, 2020. Nikki Fritz, 56 years old. Uh, heart attack. Cancer. I'm going to go ahead and give it to you. She probably had a heart attack because of the cancer. Probably I'll give you a heart, heart cancer. Yeah. Uh, and 2004, Taylor Summers, 23 years old. Oh, that's young. That sounds like a, uh, that sounds like a suicide. Close, close. Murder. Stabbed to death by a photographer. 
I almost said murdered by a pimp. I don't. And now I would have given you that because the photographer pretty easily could have been a pimp. Damn it! Oh, so close to a perfect record. Yeah, that was uh, okay. All right, you sure that's the right copy? All right. Okay, so on the way out here, let me. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm sitting here rushing to find the stuff here. Oh, you got this. You got this. And you're out of time. And all right, so it's that time again. ESPN 97.5's third annual bracket madness presented by Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Supported by Seaforce Water and Dr. Linville with Hair Specialist Houston. We'll be giving away prizes to 97.5 winners. Yep, the five-point winner is the penultimate winner, second to last in the whole bracket. And did we mention this is all free? Free? Prizes include $50 gift cards to Rooster's Men's Grooming, the Burger Joint, Chewy's Fine Tex-Mex, Smash Burger, and much more. Head to ESPN975.com to register now. It's Bracket Madness presented by Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Bubbly, bold, packed. With lemonade flavor. And uh, Jesus Easter be pleased. Don't play. All right. That's going to wrap things up. God, was a, I, that always creeped me out when I was a kid. I know he wasn't a diddler or anything, but he sure looked like one. All right. Great job, Aaron. Great job, AJ. We'll do it again tomorrow. Till then, stay sportsy, bitches. Wheel. Fun. Sports. ESPN 97.5.